Hey everyone, I'm Ben LaVorne. I'm the executive pastor here at First Baptist Dallas. And today I'm joined by Kevin Batista. He is our minister to single adults. He is instrumental in our day one worship service. And he also serves as our missions pastor, directly overseeing all of our missions ministry. And today we're gonna talk about Mission 1-8 and what we're doing in missions as part of that ministry strategy. So Kevin, thanks for being here. Thanks for I know you me. have some questions about our mission strategy. As I'm looking at when now, when Mission 1-8, when now, we've always been aggressive in the past, but with this one, we're really going way aggressive. Yeah. What's your heart behind that? You think about the opportunities that God has entrusted to us through media and broadcast ministry. So now we're able to broadcast our church services throughout the world. We're able to stream our services through the iCampus and create online engagement. And then more than that, we're able to go in and train pastors in these countries, plant new churches, build relationships with faith leaders, and then send our very own people to be the hands and feet of Jesus in these areas. So we can go to Brazil, we can go to the Amazon, we can go to Ukraine in the days ahead. We can go to the Philippines. We can send our people throughout the world and they get to, the ex to experience the impact and the effect that our church is having in these places. You know, Kevin, I think one thing that's challenging in our church is there's so much that we're doing. So much. Even our staff members don't know everything. That's a fact. I remember when we started an orphanage in Kenya, we had staff members going, we're doing that? Yes. And so we try to report to the church on everything that we're doing. We want them to be informed. And so that's why we do these Mission 1-8 milestones. In the service. In the service. Yeah. Uh, and typically we do them every week. Uh, and so we'll continue to do that in Mission 1-8 when now our people are investing their lives in this. We want to report back to them on the fruit that they are yielding. Amen. There's a war happening in the Ukraine. and if you watch the legacy media by now, you might get a report on the Ukraine. You might talk about it every now and then, uh, but there's still some incredible events that are happening there right yeah. now. And we chose not to go immediately, but we're going nine yeah. months after the fact. But talk to us about just our recent um, decision to really up our game or up our level of involvement in the Ukraine and what we're doing there. Like, what, what do our people need to know? Yeah, uh, it's unbelievable to see what God is doing in Ukraine. Uh, thousands who've never been to church before, uh, who've never trusted in Christ before, are turning to Christ in their time of need. They're, they're coming to churches. Uh, the faith leaders there, Keith Theological Seminary, they are planting churches throughout the country. Right now. Right now. And we have partnered with pastors on the ground. We have provided food and shelter. We have provided protective equipment. We have repaired dozens of homes that were destroyed in the war. Uh, we have hosted or sponsored uh, camps for children. Uh, we've sponsored ministries to refugees with special needs. And we've helped to plant new churches there in the country. And so we're meeting these physical needs. But every time we do, I'm telling these leaders in Ukraine, we want to do this now because we want to come back later. Right. We want to meet these physical needs now so we can meet their spiritual needs later. 
Yes. And think about the opportunity to help rebuild the church in Ukraine. You know, the Apostle Paul said he was called to encourage and to strengthen the churches. He went around encouraging and strengthening the churches. And we have the chance to do that in Ukraine. We can encourage and strengthen the church and help them to build and grow and expand beyond what they were even before the war. We've got one ministry partner there, uh, works with military chaplains, and he goes personally to the very front lines, to the battle zones between the Russian forces and the Ukrainian forces, and he evacuates refugees from between those fighting forces. But then he gives them gospel tracts. And so we've partnered with him to print gospel tracts in the Ukrainian language uh, that tell them how to, how to find their way back to their true home. Wow. Their homes are being destroyed, but their true home is in heaven. And so he's able to share that good news. And we're a part of that. That's incredible. The future is bright. The future is bright. I, I think, Ben, with our focus, we've always had a great focus on missions. But I'll give you an example. I, I don't know if this will ever even make the video, but in the past, like for our trips to Guatemala and to Kenya, we allocated uh, a certain dollar amount towards those trips. With Win Now, we've literally doubled that amount. Um, and just to close us off, um, just share your heart. Like, just, just your heart. Why are we doubling our work, our hands-on approach? Why is that so important for the next two years yeah. of our church? Why, why now? And question. I want you to speak into that yeah. because I want people to hear your heart yeah. on this. Look, Christ has left us on this earth to do one thing to win now, to win as many people as possible to him as quickly as possible. This is what we're called to do. This is why we exist. It is the purpose of our life. And so God has given us here at First Dallas incredible opportunities. We have a responsibility to steward those opportunities. And so we're gonna be investing more in missions than we ever have before because that's what Christ has called us to do. That's what he's equipped us to do. That's what his Holy Spirit is empowering us to do. And not only are we gonna accomplish that mission in the process, our people are gonna grow in their relationship with him. As we've talked about the plans for Mission 1-8 Win Now, I've had so many of our church members come up to me in tears saying, I am so glad we're doing this. I am so excited that we're doing this because they know this is God's purpose for their life, and they get to be a part of accomplishing the Great Commission.